Welcome to the Evolvepreneur podcast channel, which is sponsored by Evolvepreneur.biz, a new online community-based platform designed to help develop your skills and knowledge to be massively successful in this new digital age. Your host today is John North, who is a three-time number one international best-selling author and strategic marketer. John's passion is to help business owners to master the online marketing world. Welcome to Evolpreneur. Today we've got a special guest, Chris Reid, who's an international number one best-selling author on Amazon and actually lives in Singapore, but actually we're doing the interview in Sydney today, so um, looking out over the Sydney Harbour Bridge and all that sort of stuff. So welcome, Chris, and um, thanks for coming along. Pleasure, John. Fantastic to be here. So, um, Chris, tell me a little bit about your story. Like, I know you started, because I actually did your book, so I know your story, (laughs) but um, just tell me how you ended up doing what you did, because it's quite interesting how you ended up in Singapore, because obviously you're originally from the UK. I totally in the UK, but then I was an entrepreneur over there. I wanted to test myself to be an entrepreneur in Asia. When I came into Asia, I didn't know anybody. started reaching out on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. People started saying yes. They helped me get my first job through LinkedIn, which was not advertised. Then when I got my first job, it was all about developing business across Asia Pacific, which again, I used LinkedIn. And then people said to me, start coaching me on LinkedIn, start doing my LinkedIn profile. So obviously as an entrepreneur, I knew this is the way to go. So then I developed black marketing three years ago, which totally does LinkedIn and nothing else but LinkedIn. And we now develop personal brands for entrepreneurs and CEOs across the world. Um, Their personal branding, their thought leadership, their blogging their content marketing, their employer branding, and their social selling, how you know, lead generation, all through LinkedIn. And it really is using the power of LinkedIn in Asia Pacific, where they've gone from like 10 million people when I first came here 10 years ago to 110 million people now, mm-hmm. right on the back of that Asian wave in terms of LinkedIn professionals using it, that's really been the key and the power to our success. So does, does the people that, like, are your clients predominantly in the Asia-Pacific region? Global. Global. Absolutely global. You know, we have clients here in Sydney. Yep. We have clients in Singapore, in Hong Kong, in Shanghai, in Switzerland, in France, in Germany, in England, um, in America, literally across the world. It doesn't matter where you are. It's sure, yeah, it's LinkedIn. a global platform. LinkedIn, yeah, precisely. So do they, like, do your clients tend to be the same kind of thing where they're getting clients from everywhere or they, is it? I know they're much more specific. So, for example, our Sydney clients Mm -hmm. very much want just Australia. Yeah. Our Singapore clients want Southeast Asia, um, maybe Asia Pacific. Our China clients want, for example, just China um, or just Shanghai, for example. Um, Our Hong Kong clients tend to want both Hong Kong and China and maybe a bit more in Northern Asia, for example. Mm -hmm. European clients basically want Europe. UK clients tend to want UK. Um, uh, American clients tend to want just American. So mm. they, they have the choice, but of course, mm. because it's LinkedIn, mm. we can do it for them on LinkedIn. Because mm. the interesting thing was when I, even though I knew about news LinkedIn a lot, one day it dawned on me mm. how big a world it was. Yeah. Like, and so I'm like, hang on a minute, I don't have to worry about trying to find a client next yeah. door. I can find a client in America. Precisely. And Precisely. suddenly my business changed to like 50% of my clients are overseas oh. now. Totally. Um, you have to have a global mindset now yeah. because it's a global platform. Yeah, yeah and they I don't think people realise that. No, that, that I totally even agree. though they see it, they don't think about totally it. Even now they don't. Even yeah. now, you know, one of the reasons I moved from London to Singapore is because people in London tend to look at London. Yes. That's it. Maybe England. Yeah. Maybe the UK. <laughs> never Europe. Never Europe. Never yeah. Europe. It's like, why not? You know, look beyond mm. your horizons. Look beyond where you're. You know, don't complain. You have no business, and you haven't looked to the rest of the world. Particularly if the economy's not so crash in your own country, like precisely. You know, ride the wave somewhere else. Look mm. at where it's going to. That's mm. why most of our business now is places like Shanghai and Hong Kong, where the economies are really, really growing. And even mm. in Sydney, people are realising they need to use LinkedIn to generate new business. Mm. You know, people are not resting in their laurels. Whereas Singapore has less entrepreneurs now, so Singapore may not be doing as well um, in terms of growth in terms of the other countries. So it's all about you go where the where the people are. Where, you go where, where the, the economies are doing where the well. money is. Yeah. yeah. Follow the, follow the money. Definitely. So, 
what are the probably the two, the three things that people should really do when it becomes a LinkedIn? Oh. You know, the, the top three things that you find most people get wrong. Um, top three things quite easily, and you just pointed out every single time I have a meeting, just had a meeting now, yeah. and I just said, look at your picture, and he went, yeah, you got me. I just, <laughs> I just realized my picture. Look at my picture. It makes no sense at all. Or it's all. got no picture. <laughs> no picture, or your picture is just terrible. It doesn't convey who you actually are. And then no background profile. Your background profile is an advertising board for you to market yourself mm. and your brand, and people don't even use it. Mm. It's like being given free advertising on Times Square and going, no, I don't want that. Mm. And then it's your summary section because most people read your summary section. So use your summary section to describe your brand, your journey, why people should buy into you, your credibility, your awards, your companies. What do you do? Why should people trust you with their business? And then, of course, there's the Mm. content marketing. That's Mm. the fourth thing. Okay, so it's four things. Yeah, you're led for. I'll give you another one. You've got to be blogging. Yeah. You've got to be sharing content, valuable content with other people they can respond to and they come to you because then they'll trust you more. Mm. They'll know you're a thought leader. They'll know you're serious about your business. They'll know what you're talking about. Yes, you're actually real. Yeah. And plus you know what you're talking about. LinkedIn LinkedIn profiles. But then they'll also trust you that you know what you're talking about. Mm. So um, the interesting thing I notice you do a lot too is that obviously changing your job title at the top Mm. of the page is very powerful because it gets sent to a whole network every time you change it. But not just that, it's when you share. Mm. So when you share, your job title basically, when you share that, when you share content, it means that every single time you share content, you have a different job title. You go, oh, that's interesting. Chris is like now this, or Chris is the, pushing that. So when I'm mm. in Sydney, it says live in Sydney. When I'm in Hong Kong, it says live gotcha. in Hong Kong. Yep. Sometimes I say, I'm the founder of this organization or that organization, for example. So I change it, and then I right. know that every single time I share something, it's replicating itself across all my feed. Yep. So I'm using it as a marketing tool. But I'm always mentioning, obviously, LinkedIn. Mm. I'm just using it as a marketing tool more subtly than basically just you know, sending out a press release or doing something yep. of those kind of things, which is more obvious. Yeah, because obviously if you're sharing content all the time, too, it's going to always show Correct. Correct. So um, I guess when you look at LinkedIn in terms of the growth, like it was interesting just recently, like the Russia decides to shut LinkedIn <laughs> down. Um, it, it's interesting that people like you get so, I guess they got so reliant on it. Yeah. Um, and so do you, what do you do like in terms of, do you say to people they should try to get people offline in LinkedIn yeah. as much as possible. Catalyst, there's catalyst. I don't see LinkedIn as being the be-all and end-all. I see mm. LinkedIn as a catalyst. Yeah. Like today, I have something like 12 meetings from 7 a.m. Yeah. in the morning till 7 p.m. tonight, yep. all created through LinkedIn. Yeah. Because I know that if I meet somebody, I can sell them our businesses because it's a very visual thing about what I'm selling in terms of this is what not we're doing, this is what you should be doing, this is what you're not doing, and actually explain that to them mm. over an hour period mm. face-to-face. It's much harder to do that on a phone call or a yep. Skype call no way you can do that in a conversation on email hmm. or on Skype or on WeChat or on And WhatsApp. I think also that, you know, I've seen people want to have endless chats on that LinkedIn messaging. Yeah. And I think the key is to try and get them away from that Perfect. as soon as possible. Perfect. because Go and meet people. Yeah. LinkedIn's a relationship. It's yeah. about meeting people face-to-face. Yeah. It's a catalyst to meet the right kind of people, the right yeah. person, because it gives you the data to find those people on LinkedIn. Yeah. And that's the key. Yeah. Now, all of my meetings today have been set up via LinkedIn saying, I'm in Sydney. Come and see me in Sydney. This is what you can learn from meeting me in Sydney. By the way, here are our services. So make sure you can afford our services. This mm. is what we can do for you. Come and meet me. Yeah. And people know it's limited time. They can meet me in, in Sydney. Yep. This is what they're going to learn. But this is the kind of budget they need to have to meet yep. me. But they'll feel the, they'll, they'll come along quite happily to the Shangri-La here with these wonderful views of Sydney Opera House and Darling Harbour. Yep. And they'll actually come and meet me. Yep. And it's all through the power of LinkedIn. Mm. But you take people on from offline, sorry, from online to offline. And that's yep. really the power of it. And I think people forget that. I think yep. they, they also. And I think also the way that LinkedIn messaging works is pretty unreliable in that it's really confusing yeah. <laughs> and, and you forget like I get messages of people and you oh god I haven't mentioned them yeah. back like, and you've got to try and find them then I know, I know. and I think the sooner you get away from that messaging system the faster yes. 
Yeah, Microsoft needs to do something about that. Yes. Yeah, hopefully they'll fix up. Maybe they'll integrate with Outlook. That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I use Gmail, so maybe not for me. Well, either, so, yes. yeah, because I know Outlook and, G- and, and Google don't like each other, so it's probably too difficult. Because I think about your profile too. It's like yeah. I always say to people, your profile should have its own postcode yeah. or zip code because it's so long because <laughs> um, you can scroll forever on that profile. Yeah. How long did it take you to build that thing? The profile. Well, the profile does have its own postcode because it's basically yeah. LinkedIn.com forward yeah. slash LinkedIn forward slash B2B social marketing. Yeah. So you yeah. can personalize that. Yeah. But basically, I add in all the associations I'm part of. So I'm mm. part of the British Chamber of Commerce in Singapore. I'm part of the American Chamber of Commerce in Shanghai. I'm part of Entrepreneurs Organization. I'm part of the American mm. Association. Now, all these associations are live experience that I can connect people with. Mm. So I need to list all those things on my LinkedIn mm. so that other people who are part of those organizations can see I'm part of those organizations and approach mm. me and I can approach them. Mm. That's why you put down experience on LinkedIn is just all your experience it's not just your job yeah and people don't seem to understand it's not just their job they're in it's basically all the associations from a business it's all about what they do not what they correct or who they are but a business a business mm. context yeah um, into LinkedIn then you get found by other people who are also are part of that association then you can mm. build relationships with those people meet those people as well and that's really the key yeah, because I think the thing is, though, you know, you, you, you get the same space as anybody else. Like, you get the same space as Richard Branson, you can do whatever you like there. Correct. Um, and I think it's interesting when you look at some of these online guys, yeah. I think Bill Gates probably gets the award for the worst LinkedIn profile. Yeah, Maybe shocking, Microsoft can fix it up for him, right? <laughs> but um, it's like when you look at Richard Branson, for example, yeah. it's, it's very well done. But even his isn't perfect. You no, look at no. his experience and his summary doesn't talk about it. That's right. So it's quite his weird. Because I, guess, I think some of these guys think, you know, oh, I'm famous, I don't need to say yeah. anything. But Correct. the reality is... And I mean, you look at Donald Trump and stuff in the election, like he really went mad on social media. Yeah. And I think that's... Didn't use LinkedIn, interestingly enough. No, His, his son uses LinkedIn. I see Hillary Clinton's got quite a good profile. When I yeah, but I don't think... I mean, if you, but even hers, if you look at hers, she didn't really use it. The last two no. months, she didn't do anything. No, which is bizarre because bizarre, the thing is that you, it's a whole market they forgot about. Precisely. And that's the thing. They're really yeah. focused on Facebook and all yeah, that sort of I'm stuff. Sure but yeah. And be interesting to see if LinkedIn ever brings out a facility to do video or something like that. We can put videos into LinkedIn, though. Yeah, but to actually live record it, because I think that's mm. fake. That's turned Facebook around. Yeah. If you could do live recordings yeah. out of LinkedIn, yeah, no. you know, that would be idea. very interesting. Yeah. I think you can suggest it to Bill next time, isn't Yeah, it? when I'm talking to Bill next time. <laughs> but, um, so, in terms of what um, the process you would go through with a client, yeah. what, do you think it's a one-off thing that they basically just go in there and get their profile up and running no. and do no. that stuff? Do you no, think no, it's no, something no. they need to do? It has to, to be ongoing. You have to undergo Because if you just do it once, yeah. that's not enough. You need to basically keep on going because the algorithm and LinkedIn's gamification means the more you do it, the more rewards you get, mm. the higher the status you get, the more views you get. If you stop doing it, all the views, the status plummets. Yeah. So it's great you've got an updated profile because it's better than having a terrible profile. Yeah. Because when you Google you, the first thing that comes up is your LinkedIn profile. Yeah, which is you interesting enough people forget impression. that. <laughs> yeah. People totally forget that. Yeah. They forget that the first impression people have of your personal brand is Google, then your LinkedIn profile. Hmm. That's the first impression. So your LinkedIn profile is crap. People think, wow, this guy's a dickhead. You know, this, yeah. this guy's nothing in They probably go to Facebook to check it and they've got any dirt on you, right? <laughs> there's nothing on this link, this guy's LinkedIn. You know, hmm. There's nothing about his personal profile, nothing yeah. about his company, nothing about his, his branding, nothing at all. Hmm. So basically by doing it this way you're making sure that people actually understand what you do what you can do for them you know your who you know that they know uh, your past experience where you went to university mm-hmm. all the connections you have in common all the thought leadership you have but you need to keep it going all the time mm-hmm. so you need to be relevant to people and contemporary people every single day every single week and that's really the key you need to keep it ongoing social media is an ongoing platform the algorithm of the status mm-hmm. means you have to do it every single day so you need to commit to it I think a lot of people I think I say a lot of my clients is don't try and spread yourself thin across mm. social media. Pick a couple of good big ones yep. 
And nowadays it's pretty easy because, I mean, you just pick Facebook, LinkedIn and Twitter and you pretty much cover it all anyway. But focus on one that's going to be the best for you. I think in business, you know, LinkedIn's always going to work better than than Facebook. But um, also the thing is that when you look at some of the um, profiles, like in terms of views, Mm. like the interesting thing is I say to people, they don't even know about it, is when you go into your profile area and you actually look at who's viewing yeah, your profile. Yeah, who viewed your profile, yeah. Um, what sort of numbers do you have over that night? Like it says 90 days and it says how many views you get. Yeah, yeah. What sort of numbers have you got on yours? Is oh, mine's uh, tens of thousands. But yeah. Candice Galak, yeah. who's number one in in, uh, in LinkedIn, yeah. she's got 250,000 wow. over 90 days. And she was the number one. She beat Bill Gates, she beat Richard Branson, everything because of the power of her blogs. Yes. And so it's all about kind of keeping that up there. So you need to be in the thousands basically to make it. Well, yeah. really, the tens of thousands to be yeah. able to be the top one. Yeah, to get noticed. Because the thing yeah. is that it's it. The thing people forget is that that's like the boilerplate. If you yeah. can get those views up, it's basically people viewing your Correct. profile. And then you approach them. The key is to approach mm. them. After they approach you, yep. you approach them and say, "Thank you for viewing my profile. Thanks for blog. Thanks for reaching my uh, to my blog. Thanks for yep. commenting. Thanks for liking." Yep. And then say, "Can we help you? Yep. Or how do we work together?" Because then they'll go back and view your profile. <laughs> now, but, but also, they, they they've already bought into you. Mm. They've already started buying into your personal brand. They've already started mm. to buy into your content. So you've mm. broken the barrier already it's social mm. selling yes you're using content to basically open up the door they walked in the door and you basically say hey welcome here's my here's my um, precisely this is what we can shop. do for you this is what, yeah precisely this yeah. is what we can do for you you brought them to your shop exactly mm. that you're mm. brought them to your personal brand mm. and it's much easier to sell somebody if they're coming to you rather than you having to reach out to them yeah because they, they feel like they're in control correct right yeah so i mean they yeah, made the decision correct yes. yeah and i think that's the the secret i mean I, I, linkedin's not that hard to do ultimately mm. it's logical because to me it's like business networking right at all. If you do the same thing as you would do in a business yeah, networking totally. environment, you totally. spoke something face to face, you totally. give them something, and, and work it out from there. So yeah, totally. it's based on relationships, based mm. on rapport. But yeah, it's, there's only so many things you can do on LinkedIn, so it's very limited. Mm. It's just about doing those things well, doing those things better than anybody else, using mm. keywords, using search, using blogs, using content, using website graphics, using groups, using skills, using connections to build up your personal brand. And that's what it's about. It's not rocket science, but it's time. Mm. It's time, expertise, and experience. That's what people do not have. That's what they need to do to get the most out of LinkedIn. So that's basically what you do, right? You Correct. sit there and you you basically do the heavy lifting for them. Well, we have three teams of people doing it. I mean, that's right. why it's so complicated. That's why it's very difficult to replicate what we do. Right. We have a sales navigator team who do nothing else but sales navigator. They will generate you leads on LinkedIn. Right. Editorial team who will write your blogs for you. Mm. We have a content marketing team and we have an account management team who will add connections, revamp your page, add keywords in there, write your summary, write your experience, add in groups, you know, do your background picture, do your photograph, and they will also do a content marketing strategy for curated content to complement the blogging right. and this is three teams on your account all the time that's mm. why it's very labor intensive what mm. we actually do mm. that's why it's very difficult to replicate right yep yeah i mean that's tough i mean to sit there and do that every day you'd have to actually run your business too don't you but also <laughs> it's different skill sets mm. to be a writer is different than using the data on linkedin to be a salesperson it's different yes. to be an account manager they're three different skill sets yeah, creative, creative people aren't very good salespeople typically <laughs> and vice versa yeah, yeah vice yeah. versa yeah. People are good at data, aren't they good at writing? Mm. So you use people, you know, we, that's why we have three distinct teams. And if you're going to basically try and replicate it, you need to do that within your own team. That's very mm. difficult to do. And the other thing too is like with LinkedIn, you've got different levels yeah. of, of membership. And a lot of people sit on like, I always say to people, you need to get at least a premium membership of some level. I need Sales Navigator. You really yeah. need Sales Navigator mm. because the data on Sales Navigator allows you to look at who's actually active on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. who's changed jobs on LinkedIn, who's in the news on LinkedIn. Right. Then you can personalize messages to all these people. Mm. And that's really the key. Personalize the message for them, whether it's a connection request, whether it's an email, mm. uh, but doing it through Sales Navigator. Because Recruiter and Premium do not give you this data. 
Right. They don't tell you who's changed job, who's been in the news, and actually who's active on LinkedIn. And that's key. Mm. Where a sales navigator does tell you this. And that's the key for sales and marketing professionals. If you want leads, you need to target people that are actually active on LinkedIn. Because only one mm. out of five people are actually on LinkedIn. Right. Only one in five. Mm. So it means four in five are on it, but not using it. Yeah. No point messaging them because they're not going to reply. So message the people mm. who are actually active on LinkedIn with a mm. compelling and interesting and insightful uh, LinkedIn email. Keep it short, keep it sweet, and you'll get a reaction. If you don't do that, you won't get a reaction because they're not on it or because your wording is too long or because they don't know what you want. They've got yeah. seconds to decide whether they're interested in you or not. Mm-hmm. You have seconds to impress them with a good personal brand, a good message. So so do you think the big, long emails that I get from the SEO companies where they spend <laughs> endless time talking about how wonderful they are, really it's going to work for them? No. <laughs> and if they say, uh, contact me at X... At, at gmail.com it's like run away in a million a million miles why yeah. are you using gmail.com I, I feel like except I don't want to start a conversation with them I, I usually go, feel like I come back to this thing's really going to work for you that you're going to start going straight on to the sales pitch and yeah. you're going to try and sell something to me yeah. that I'm going to pay any attention particularly no when it's like a million miles no like really you. long exactly. no <laughs> trust you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's all about trust basically that's mm. why my email today for example to people mm. in Sydney was I'm in Sydney do you yeah. want to have a cup of coffee that's it Yeah. and then they can check out my profile because I mentioned them being an international yeah. best selling author with your book Yeah. I mentioned being a power profile I mentioned running a NASDAQ listed company yeah. and that's enough they can see I've got curiosity. credibility. You got you're going to build some curiosity, Precisely. right? Precisely. Yeah. That's enough. That's the credibility. That's the establishment. They can see I'm a LinkedIn power mm. I've got number one in Singapore. Yeah. You know, with the book, it's the number one book in the world about LinkedIn. Yeah. They can see that. So all you need to do is say, do you want to have a cup of coffee to talk about your LinkedIn mm. profile? Mm. Nothing else. Yeah. You know, keep it simple. You know, mm. appreciate people's time. We're dealing with busy CEOs who have mm. no time. We appreciate their time. And attention deficit disorder is pretty much totally. covered. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. It's like a lot of Keep people. it simple. One message. Yeah. What do you want them to do? You want them to meet you. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's the thing is if people can kind of think about in a normal business relationship, it's not for some reason people think that the social media or whatever is some sort of robot at the other yeah. end, and they're not really dealing with people. Yeah. And I think that's where people go wrong in that totally scenario. Right. They just forget that you're a human. Totally. <laughs> so, um, tell us a little bit about you know like your your costs and charges because the end of the day, obviously, to me, you don't want to talk about. Yeah, the money side of things, a lot yeah. of people go, well, you know, at the end of the day, it, money, it costs, right? No point talking to somebody says, I've got a budget of $50 yeah, a month. Exactly. We charge between three and $5,000 a month, yeah. Australian. Yeah. Um, so every single month, for minimum either four months or six months. If you commit mm. to longer time, we give you more discounts, basically, because gotcha. we yeah. know that LinkedIn works over time. Yeah. You will have more success over time, so we encourage you to work with us over time. Mm. But yeah, we cost between three and $5,000 a month. So that's why we tend to target entrepreneurs, tend to target C-suites, but we also do things like coaching sessions, people yeah. who don't want the full, you know, six month four month package we do yeah. one-on-ones we yeah. do workshops you know for sales teams marketing teams senior executives we're quite happy doing that as well and that so can be up to 100 essentially yeah that can be up to 100 people mm. and that's about five thousand dollars per morning for example for you know 100 people in a room so that's yeah. pretty cost effective yeah that's pretty close organizations who yeah. actually want to get moving because then the thing i think they forget about and is that all the staff are in your business yeah can be promoting your business for totally. you totally. And, they, and their LinkedIn profiles either don't exist or they're totally. pretty bad as well or they don't yeah. list the current employer totally. <laughs> so yeah um, so tell us uh, how do they get in contact with you? I mean, you've got your website and you've got LinkedIn. Mm. Yeah, of course. So first thing they need to go is LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn, obviously. So Chris J. Reed, isn't it? Basically, just put Chris J. Yeah. Reed in there, yeah. or it's um, LinkedIn forward slash dot uh, com forward slash in forward slash B two B social marketing. Yeah, uh, is my kind of like my wording on mm-hmm. LinkedIn. So we'll put it in there, or you can do Chris J. Reed, um, and you can obviously Skype me on WeChat. Mm-hmm. We're LinkedIn Marketing. On Twitter, we're Black LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. On Skype, we're uh, Black Marketing Global. 
Um, so there's lots of different ways you can market me. Or old-fashioned Choose email. Old-fashioned email, chris at blackmarketing.com. Yeah. You know, go to our website, blackmarketing.com, or go to chrisjreed.com where we have information about the book as well. And so if also for the listeners, they can get they can actually get your book free plus shipping. They can indeed at chrisjreed.com or in terms of, I think it's on... Um, Thinkthingmarketingbook.com. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, so um, that's great. So thanks, Chris, for coming along. Pleasure. Thank you, John. And um, I'll hope to talk to you soon. You've just been listening to another great Evolvepreneur podcast interview. We hope you enjoyed it. Please visit evolvepreneur.biz today to find out more about our online community and how you can take part.